Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Bite Size Nutrition Podcast. I'm Jillian, and today is an episode that I have been sitting on for a very long time. We are going to talk about core values today and specifically how to align your actions with your values, which is a concept that is a thread through all of my coaching programs called values-based or values-aligned decision-making. And in this episode, I'm going to share a framework that I developed, I use with all of my coaching clients. And I've never actually shared this framework outside of my private coaching before. So I'm very excited about that. So I want to first give you a little life update, which is maybe a little bit more of a piece of advice that you can or cannot take. Up to you. The people that we love cannot read our minds. And in order for us to improve and maintain relationships that we truly want in our lives, we need to communicate. And I say this because... Uh, A little while ago, my group of girlfriends and I all had a week where we all felt really, really lonely. And none of us communicated it to the others. We were all sort of suffering in silence, feeling like if my friends really loved me, they would reach out and see how I was doing. And each one of us was there sort of suffering in our own minds. And so this was a, a really big light bulb moment for me because When I finally got to the point where I was like, I can't take this anymore, I had been sort of like complaining to my boyfriend about how I, you know, I thought my friends didn't care about me. And when I had a conversation with one of my best friends about how I felt, it was perhaps like a relationship changing conversation in the sense that we were truly able to understand where each of us were coming from, how we felt, and we're able to sort of recommit to the type of friendship that we want to have. So This is just a reminder that the people that love you, no matter how well they know you, cannot read your mind. So communicate with them. And the story that you are creating in your head is likely not the story that is actually true. Or it's not the same story that they're creating in their own heads. So with that, I want to talk to you today about core values. And as I mentioned, I've been sitting on this podcast for a while and it's because I kind of thought that, you know, oh, nobody's going to want to listen to this. People don't want to hear about core values. And then I asked on Instagram and it was voted the podcast that you all wanted. So here we go. And it's a concept that personally changed the entire trajectory of my life. And it sounds dramatic. It literally changed how I was living my life. And over the last four to four and a half years has really become a core pillar of my coaching practice. And so it's not only changed my life now, it's changed my clients' lives. And I want to give you a little bit of backstory on why. If you've been listening for a while, you may have heard, I think in episode, it's episode 27 and 28, I talk a lot about my background. But there was a really sort of tough period for me from about 2016 to 2019 and my brain energy, my, my mental space was consumed by a very small range of things. One, what I looked like, specifically if you could see my abs, if my cellulite was able to be seen or not, if you could see my stretch marks, whatever. So very concerned with my appearance and my body weight. Two, my workouts on my training schedule. I was very deep in the CrossFit cult. I was coaching CrossFit and I was competing at, in Olympic weightlifting. Very low level. Don't get excited. I wasn't actually in the Olympics. But it sounds like I was training for performance, right? But actually my performance was second to my appearance. If I looked fit, 
I was actually okay with being a a little bit slower or a little bit weaker. Essentially, my prerogative was eat as little as I can and train as hard as possible. And then the third thing that my brain was consumed with was this over-consuming preoccupation fear of does everyone hate me? And people that know me well know that I have sort of lots of theories about things. And one of my theories is that everyone has this grand overarching insecurity or story that they tell themselves that bleeds into every part of their life. And my story is that people don't like me. And so here I was for over three years with my brain sort of like ping-ponging back and forth between do I look okay? What am I going to eat for lunch? How many calories does it have? And does everyone hate me? And I never stopped in in that time to think about Am I living my life in a way that feels fulfilling to me? Or am I trying to fit into standards that aren't even my freaking standards? And this is where core values made sort of their like grand, beautiful entrance into my life. I was introduced to to the concept of core values in two ways. So you may have heard me talk about Brene Brown on the podcast before. I, I joke that she is the queen Brene Brown. I will link her website in the show notes. Highly recommend reading or listening to her work. She's a researcher and an author. She talks a lot about emotion and vulnerability. And she talked about, and one of the the first books of hers that I read talked about values and it really struck me. And then also it was introduced to me by a friend and fellow coach, Holly Priestland, who you've heard on this podcast before. And she's one of the co-hosts of our podcast that's currently on hiatus, The Be Well Cartel. She's an absolutely incredible human. Her episode was on time management, so you can go back and listen to that. And... That for me was really an eye-opening moment in which I was like, wait, these are the things that I say are important to me, but am I doing these things on a regular basis? So let's talk about what core values are if right now you're like, okay, why did this change your life so much? So core values are essentially the principles, criteria, or standards that can drive and guide our decisions, beliefs, and actions. And so examples of common core values are connection, peace, loyalty, family, honesty, freedom, security. There's infinite numbers of words that can be core values. As I work with clients, I've seen a lot of patterns. So many of us value connection, for example. So many of us value loyalty and family. Freedom is one of my core values. Here's what Brene Brown has to say about values in her book, Dare to Lead. She says that living into our values means that we do more than profess our values. We practice them. We walk our talk. We are clear about what we believe and hold important. And we take care that our intentions, words, thoughts, and behaviors align with those beliefs. And so the intention of today is to help you get more clarity on your values and also learn a simple framework for making both large and small decisions that help you align actions with values. And for me, this was the pivot point in which I went from being totally consumed by appearance, food, and what others thought about me to building trust in me. And values-based or values-aligned decision-making is an ongoing process. It's a daily process in which you use your core values as a filter or a guide. You get to ask yourself in this situation, what is the decision or action that aligns the most with my values and the person that I would like to be? And when I work with clients on core values, we start out with an exercise that has some kind of deep questions that have you reflect on when you feel the most fulfilled, what you're doing when you lose track of time, and what is most important to you in life. But here's a really simple question 
that can help you define your values right now. And I just want to let you know, if you've worked with me or would like to work with me, this will be part of your coaching process. So if you are currently working with me or have worked with me, you're probably smiling to yourself right now because you've done this. And if you'd like to work with me, listen to the end because I'll, I'll tap into that a little bit at the end. But here's the question. If you were to die today, but you could come back to your funeral and hear your eulogy, what would you want the people that care about you the most to describe you as? And here's where you might want to pause and actually think about this for a minute. And so if you've paused me and unpaused me, here's my answer. I would want the people I love to say that I was a great friend, that I was fun to be around, that I was creative and had really great ideas, and that I was a lifelong learner. And that indicates a lot about the standards or principles that are really important to me. And when I first did sort of this deep dive into my values and I learned about core values and I looked at my life and then I looked at my values, I was like, what the fuck am I doing? My core values are connection, creativity, curiosity, and freedom. And when I was younger, I read all the time. I traveled a ton. I met and connected with new people all over the world. I spent a lot of time getting to know myself. And I talked to anyone and everyone. I was super friendly and I was constantly thinking of new ideas, solutions, business ideas. But when I was focused on appearance, my workout and wondering if everyone hated me and I was super insecure, a lot of that had to do with having lost those key components of what made me the awesome version of me. And at that point in my life, I wasn't reading, I wasn't going to concerts, I wasn't expressing my creativity because I was too freaking tired at the end of the day. My brain was just like thinking about macros all the time. And I traveled less because I was worried about not being able to track my food, not being able to work out when I was traveling. And I felt really lonely and disconnected from others, probably because one, I was freaking hungry and thinking about food all the time. But also, I was so self-conscious that I wasn't able to be my weird, outspoken, silly self that is actually something that draws people to me. And most of all, I felt really disconnected from myself and I felt like I didn't have freedom to make decisions without having to think about how will this experience or this decision affect my appearance or my body. And values-aligned decision-making helped me reframe the way I treat myself and the way that I move through the world. And so one of the education courses that I've done was around acceptance and commitment therapy because for me and my coaching, we touch on a lot of obviously nutrition and body image, but also a lot of like, how do we think? And in acceptance and commitment therapy, there's a model for decision making that I absolutely loved when I learned about it. And it's called the choice point model. And essentially the idea is that with each choice that you have in front of you, whether it's will I make myself coffee this morning or should I quit my job, there's different directions that you can go. You can either go towards your values or you can go away from your values. And based on this concept, I've also developed my in-the-moment framework for values-based decision-making. And as I said, I haven't shared this with anyone outside of my personal coaching clients yet. So this is the big debut. And A client who's in my Confident Eater program at the moment has been using this framework. She's found it's helped her make more aligned decisions about eating out versus eating at home. Another client recently used this framework on a trip with her girlfriends where she could choose to either participate in their like body bashing, negative body talk, or she could choose to have a conversation with her friends about how their bodies are not just on this earth to be looked at. 
And using this framework was so helpful for them in making decisions that aligned with who they are and who they want to be. So here we go, the ABCD framework for values-aligned decision-making. A, acknowledge that you have a choice or decision in front of you to make. B, take a breath, breathe, so that you give yourself space to pause and review your values. C, check in with your future self. What is your future self going to appreciate? And D, decide and take action on that decision. In order to actually align our actions to our values, we need to know what our values are. So I mentioned the eulogy question earlier, but if you'd like a list of core values and a few key questions that I ask my clients to help with this, go to my Instagram. It's linked in the show notes or maybe you already follow me. And DM me values, just the word values, and I will share those questions and the list with you. You can also, as I mentioned, use that eulogy question or you can just Google list of values and it'll give you a list of words. My best practice recommendations for values are to aim to narrow them down to around three to five most important values. And for some of us, this is going to be the hardest part. One of the coaches I'm working with in my coaching mastermind group really struggled with this. So at first she came up with this list of 15 values and she was totally overwhelmed. And I encouraged her to look critically at the list and identify like do some of these values take precedence over others and do some of these values actually fit inside the others? And sometimes we realize that while some values are important, they aren't your true core values. And here's an example. I value my health, but it is not one of my core values. And this is because for me, if I am living out my core values of connection, curiosity, creativity, and freedom, health is embodied within that. Because if I don't nourish my body adequately, if I don't exercise or move my body regularly, I can't be free because I'll be limited by a lack of energy, lack of nourishment. And as I age, I'm going to lose freedom of movement, mobility, strength. So I need to do these things in order to live out my value of freedom. And a great example of this is also like when I was dieting, when I was eating low calories, when I was preoccupied with food, I wasn't able to be creative because I didn't have the brain space or the energy. And so in order for me to be creative, I had to value my health in a different way. My next best practice recommendation, and this is an analogy. I like shoe analogies for some reason. I don't know why. They seem to work really well for my clients. I, I love analogies, so let me know what you think about this. And so my next recommendation is to think of your values like shoes. Some shoes are really cute, but they don't quite fit or feel exactly right. You try them on and you walk around in them for a bit and sometimes these shoes will break in and you realize they're perfect for you. Sometimes you'll walk around in these shoes and you'll realize like this is not the right shoe for me. So allow yourself to walk around in your values and allow yourself to embrace the values that fit and let go of the ones that don't. And then my third best practice is to run yourself through what's actually going on in your life right now and ask yourself, what am I doing on a regular basis that aligns with my values? And what am I doing that doesn't align with my values? This is part of bringing awareness into your life and starting to connect my actions with my values or not. And sometimes we're so stuck in going through the motions that we don't realize like, hey, this thing that I do all the time actually doesn't align with who I'd like to be. And for me, for example, it was a really eye-opening moment in which I was like, oh, 
I've been tracking macros day in and day out for years, but now that I'm aware of my values, it doesn't align. And so it was an opportunity to be like, okay, well, if this doesn't align, what does? And once I could identify how I wanted to feel, I wanted that freedom, I got to work on building the skills and building the self-trust that I have now so that I could embody my values in my approach to eating. Now we can move on to actionable tips time. Everybody's favorite part of the podcast. Actually, I don't know if this is everybody's favorite part. Sometimes people will tell me they love this. If you love the actionable tips, cool. It may, might be your favorite part. So let's break the A, B, C, D down in this actionable tips. So first, as I mentioned, you need to know what your values are. You can DM me values on Instagram. I'll send you over the list and a couple of questions. But I want you to remember, you are not tied to the values you come up for, with forever. Think of the shoe analogy that I mentioned. And again, you can use the eulogy question that can give you some really good direction there. So that's an actionable tip that you can literally do today. And then I want you to identify a decision that you have in front of you to make or that you have made in the past. And then you can run a simulation of the ABCD framework. So you can acknowledge what the decision was. You can pause, breathe, and run through your values. You can check in with what your future self would be proud of or would have been proud of. And then you can choose what decision would most align with your values. So here's an example. Last night, I was out pretty late. And I was out late because I decided to stay until the end of a concert that I knew was going to leave me getting home at like midnight instead of going to sleep at my normal like earlier sleep time. And when I run that decision through ABCD, the decision I made definitely aligned with my future self and my values because I needed that social connection with my friends, even if it meant an hour less of sleep. And you can practice this with smaller decisions at first. And I have another shoe analogy for this. And this shoe analogy is really important because values aligned decisions are context dependent. Just because I stayed out late last night to connect with my friends doesn't mean that the right decision for me is to always stay out late every time I hang out with my friends. So here's this shoe analogy for context-dependent decisions. You have different shoes for different activities, right? Your shoes are like your decisions in this analogy. Some shoes are great for some activities and some are not. You might love your high heels, but your high heels are not the right shoes if you're going for a hike. Your go-to shoes might be Birkenstocks if you're me and you love comfy shoes. But even though Birkenstocks are comfortable and they're easy to wear, they might not be right in the context of the activity that you are heading off to do. So this means that saying no to ordering a pizza some night, nights might be the right decision that aligns with your values. Let's say you're like, I just don't feel like cooking, but you have a goal to eat less takeout. And so in this context, eating the pizza or ordering the pizza might not align with your values or goals. But in another context, let's say you are invited out with friends to go to this new pizza place. And in that context, eating the pizza might totally align with your values and goals. And so here's my final actionable tip. Reflect. And compassionate self-reflection is another practice that I do all the time inside coaching programs because self-reflection can teach us so much about how we want to act or how we want to shift our behavior in the future. But 
compassionate reflection is really, so the key here is compassion, right? Because reflecting and saying like, oh, I can't believe I fucked that up again. I'll do better next time. Like, I'm just not going to do that thing again. That is not compassionate or constructive. But saying something like, I really struggle in XYZ situations. I wonder what about this situation keeps throwing me off. And then it opens up the door to start questioning the situation, understanding your reactions to the situation, and realizing that you're not going to condemn or judge yourself based on what you've already done. That can be very compassionate because you can understand what you struggle with and why. And you can open yourself up to how do I adjust these things in the future? And this will help you so much as you continue to like try on the shoes, so to speak, of values and decision making. And this shameless plug here, this is a practice that you will learn in all of my coaching programs, whether it's my food mindset and mindful eating program, The Confident Eater, my body image coaching program, The Confident Body, or any of my one-on-one coaching programs. Reflection and values-aligned decision-making is a part of those programs because it is key for improving all of those things. And if you are a coach listening and you like support for how to coach your clients through challenges, build your own toolbox of skills, I'm currently working with a small group of macro-based coaches to expand their coaching, expand their communication, understand the concepts of values-aligned decision-making, mindful eating skills, You can DM me on Instagram if you'd like to know more about this. It's a really eye-opening experience. I really, really enjoy coaching and being in this group. If you are not a coach and you'd love to shift your health or your mindset with a values-based approach, I'm here for you as well. And so here's sort of like a choose-your-own-adventure. If you feel like right now you wish you could stop beating yourself up for all of your body's flaws, you wish you could think about your appearance less and be in your life and live out your values more, the Confident Body Program is for you. This is a program for you to build up self-confidence and self-compassion skills around body image, reduce the pressure you put on your body, and learn how to practice body acceptance. And the beta round of the Confident Body Program is on right now if you are listening to this in July 2023. You can DM me body image on Instagram if you'd like to jump in and you'll be able to start digging into the why behind your body image and some key skills to feel better in your body as soon as possible. If you would like to get out of a diet mindset with food, stop relying on macro tracking to keep your eating on track and build mindful eating skills, the confident eater is the choose your own adventure for you. I will be running my next live cohort of The Confident Eater in September and you can join the waitlist via the link in my bio or if you have any questions go ahead and reach out to me. Um, This is also a program that I've had many coaches go through and they've gotten a lot out of this program as well. And then finally, if you'd love to work with me in some capacity but you don't know which path is right for you right now or if you would just like to have a chat and kind of figure out like where do I want to go? Is it coaching? Is it not coaching? You can set up a free discovery discovery call with me through the link in the show notes. And I don't put pressure on you in this call. This is not a call for me to convince you to join coaching. This is a call for you to get clarity on what's going to be best for you, whether that's coaching, not coaching. And I will even refer you out to someone else if I am not the right person to work with. You can also reach out to me always via Instagram. And if you are enjoying the podcast, feel free to leave a rating or review wherever you listen. It's really helpful for others to find the podcast. And better yet, if you loved this episode, share it. And thank you. If you've made it this far, thank you, thank you, thank you. 
I I can't believe I put off writing this episode because it was so much fun to write and so much fun to record. And I hope that you get a lot out of this. I hope this is an episode that you listen to and re-listen to. Go out there. Try some values-based decision-making. Let me know what you think of this episode. And have a lovely day, evening, life, life. I don't, I'm going to see you again next week. You're going to come back and listen again next Monday. All right. Bye.